Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Let's go to the brand of moving and storage hotline. Dr. O'Malley, standing by from UAMS. Hey, Doc, how are you? I'm great. Great. Very good. Um, Christian has this clip in the system he put in the other day. We haven't played it yet. Do you see your uh, former Clemson Tiger, right? Travis ATN? Yes. Christian? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> he asked him about being a, a jag and missing a year and uh here's what he said was there also a part of me that was like man i'm glad i don't have to go through that <laughs> <laughs> nah nah definitely just that's just the human element of it uh just seeing the results you definitely like Phew. if there was any year to miss i missed a great one so he did miss a good one so i don't know what kind of injury he had but he's back so good for him he had like a i think a mid-foot injury and a mid-foot injury that you out for about six six months or so. Huh. so. He should be good for next year. Gotcha. Uh, all right, Wes is very concerned about the NBA playoffs because, well, the Mavericks are kind of relevant. Luka has been phenomenal, and boy, talk about your bad luck. Guy gets injured in the last regular season game, and uh, we'll have to try to get himself right for the postseason run. Yeah, what did they say that he injured, that Luka injured? Strained calf. Oh, it was calf. Okay, I thought it was yeah. a hammy. All right. Yeah, so I mean, the the calf's definitely a little harder for these basketball players to come back from than the hamstring. So you never really know how quickly they can come back. Sometimes it's a week, sometimes it's three or four weeks. Uh, just depending on how bad that strain is, and then how quickly they can rehab it uh, and get them back to being able to run and jump and do the things that they need to do. They did it a Sunday, and they play Saturday. And uh, the report hour, he's basically getting treatment twenty four hours a day. I mean, what is yeah. what, what are they doing basically? Yeah, so they're doing a lot of tissue massage. They're working on stretching. They're trying to they're using cold therapy to try to reduce the inflammation in it, uh, and then doing things like uh, what's called blood flow restriction, where they actually reduce the blood flow to that extremity while they're doing really low weight therapy, and they get the results of doing high weight therapy. Um, and, and much more uh, reactive healing occurs once you kind of let that blood come back into the the extremity after the seven or eight minutes of uh, restriction that you put on that extremity. Let's stay in the NBA for a moment. Pelican. Oh, Before sorry. we change subject, I was just going. Is there a danger if he comes back too early, like tearing it and, and making it worse to where he's out for what may be good for the playoffs? Yeah, I mean that's the problem, right? <laughs> you got to make that decision from a from a playoff standpoint. If you want to get him back because you want to win to the next round, but if you if you restrain it, you may miss the next next series, so or the following series, or be out for the rest of the season. So it's really trying to see how he does, and kind of it'll probably be a lot of game time decisions how he feels. Uh, and then you may see if they go, if they're either up by a lot or losing by a lot, he may be coming out really quickly so that he doesn't re-injure it during that series. Uh, speaking of the NBA, we saw Zion Williamson do a, uh, I guess, was it? Was it 360 really, windmill. Was it a full 360? Anyway. Yeah, it may be like a 310. Yeah, we'll go with it. Anyway, an impressive dunk last night, just uh, goofing around, didn't play in the game, but his team got a win anyway. Uh, other than maybe needing a seatbelt extender when he flies on the team plane, uh, <laughs> what's he going through and trying to get back, and what do you think the possibilities are of uh, of him maybe playing here? I don't know what his status is, but he looked fine to me, Doc. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, what I saw, I'm not sure they're going to want to play him at this point. I think they're just kind of saying, well, we'll see how we do without him from a playoff standpoint. His problem, I, I think you look at his knee, now you look at his foot. I mean, he is just a big guy, and there's a lot of force being put on his extremities. So, I uh, 
from a physician standpoint, I don't know what his true makeup is in terms of muscle mass versus just adipose tissue. Uh, I would probably want him to lose weight if I'm if I'm their physician saying, look, Zion, we got to get you to a better weight because you're putting with so much force on your feet and your extremities, causing these injuries, and we want longevity in the league with him. Um, that's where I think the concern is, is that he's more of a football player playing basketball, yeah. and that's just a lot of force when he jumps and lands on his extremities. Don't you think, I mean, there's numerous people telling him that to lose weight? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's one of those, how bad does he want to keep playing in the league? He's he, he has the skill set, but he's already proven his body's starting to break down just from the force that it's seeing. And I, I don't see any good way around it from a physician standpoint beyond saying, well, Zion, the one thing you need to do is lose weight. I don't mm-hmm. know what we have to do to get you to lose weight, but um, we've got to get you to lose weight. Even if you lose a little bit of muscle, it's probably okay. Yeah. Uh, still got enough um, to, to play well, but he probably could be a lot have even more agility if he were to lose weight. I sent you the story earlier in the week about Jamal Murray with the uh, Denver Nuggets. He, I guess Tuesday, a couple days ago, was the one-year anniversary of him tearing his ACL, but he's he's still not back. And it makes it sound like more than anything, it's it's in his head. You know, it's the confidence in his knee. Do you see that often? Uh, not that often, but you kind of wonder from an NBA standpoint, the same thing with like Major League Baseball when you have guaranteed contracts. Is there an urgency to come back? Uh, you're getting paid. <laughs> And so um, I, I see most of my, my athletes, and even my non-athletes that tear their ACL, just want to get back to day-to-day activities. I mean, seven, eight months is pretty normal. Uh, Twelve months is not abnormal, but I, I would say probably some of it is better. It could be agents saying, look, let's just try to sit you out and try to rest you even more because there's no, no reason of re-injuring yourself at this point. But the Nuggets are good. You know, they got a good team. And you add Murray to that team, who knows what they could do. Right. But he may not feel up to it, and some of it's probably a mental thing. And he may not be wanting to play mentally. He may be okay in a brace, but he may not feel like he could. He's he's as agile in a brace, and so that may be the thing that he's trying to work around is trying to get himself out of his ACL brace and back to feeling confident without it. I wanted to add in that without Jokic, uh, the Nuggets are probably a bottom five team in the league. Add it in. There we go. Thank you. What was it? But. but because the Nuggets Murray, suck without because Jokic. Because Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr. are injured. Yeah, they're not that good, and they um, might carries. as well sit out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Uh, can I ask about the Kershaw situation? Yeah. Last night. He's coming back off of an injury. Did not have to get Tommy John, but it was obviously significant enough to shut him down last year. Guy's got a perfect game going through seven. I think about 90% of our respondents so far in our poll say that Dave Roberts should have let him come back out for the eighth. What kind of risk was he facing, knowing that he hadn't really pitched? What'd you say, Wes? 60, 60 uh, pitches in a yeah, sim game? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm a baseball fan. I wish that he would have come back to pitch, but I see the managerial decision, and there's probably not a huge risk there. But let's say Kershaw does come out, and I think it's not just the pitch count; it's the length that with he, which he's having to warm up, and then he cools off, and he want right. It's mm-hmm. go back and forth. They don't want him to, to hurt himself this early in the season. And so I think I, I don't disagree with it from the managerial side, but from the fan side, I wish that he would come out and pitch because I wanted to see a perfect game thrown uh, like everybody else. But it, it, from the risk standpoint, it's really not the pitch count. I think it was the length of time that these players, right, it's all based off number of statistics now, and they're saying, look, the longer they pitch, the more likely they are to get injured. So if we shut them down and with less endings, it's just more likely to preserve them for the rest of the season. Okay, if Dave Roberts had called you on the bat phone last night and said, Doc, I need a professional opinion on this, what do you think I should do? I'm going to tell him to pitch him because I want to see the perfect game, but <laughs> that's the fan <laughs> coming out. I love it. That's fine. 
Got a note here. Uh, two weeks ago, I texted your show with Dr. O'Malley about a problem I was having with my knee, and he advised treatments. Long story short, I set up an appointment to see Dr. O'Malley within three days of that show. Got a my shot. leg was amputated. Oh. Sorry. He got a shot and some anti-inflammatory from Dr. O'Malley, and his knee is 1,000% better. Thanks to Doc and the Buzz for having him on to Man, offer advice. That's so great. <laughs> You guys fixed him. If you didn't have me on the show, he wouldn't have gotten better. So that's really thanks to you guys. We're just people, Doc. People helping people. That's really who we are. That's that's what we're about. That's what you are. How, but I would like to be called Dr. Moore by, from now on. Is your liver okay? <laughs> What's that? Is your liver okay after Monday? Monday? What happened Monday? Didn't you have the golf, the golf tournament? Yeah, I don't really drink when I play golf. But, yes, okay. I, we're yeah. fine. I didn't drink uh, okay. Monday at all. At all? Uh-uh. I had a beer when this when the tournament was over. I yeah. had one beer. We had a bottle of Tito's. You didn't drink any of that? Not at the golf course. Oh. It was no, also... <clears throat> I, just, I was just coming off my birthday weekend, too, so I was... Um, Should extend it. Resting. <laughs> <laughs> Make it a four-day birthday. I'd appreciate it. But thanks for looking out. Mm. I, did, I, did, uh, I do think about your words, though, oftentimes when I'm on the golf course, Doc, about how drinking beer is better than not hydrating in any way. So it I, is. I appreciate that. But I'm not saying it's better than water. No, I didn't. didn't I would never misquote you in that regard. Uh, Dr. No, O'Malley is, is a specialist when it comes to uh, orthopedics. You can find him and his uh, colleagues at their locations for UAMS, 10815 Colonel Glenn, 600 Autumn Road, and 2 Shackelford West Boulevard. Uh, that's the sports medicine clinic. Same or next day appointment availability, 501-526-1046, online at UAMSHealth.com. Slash orthopedics. One nice and one more nice note. Dr. O'Malley fixed my dad's torn tendon in his quad. Great job, Doc. Thank you. Hey, um, you. is there a limit? Now I'm hoping <clears throat> something goes wrong with Frank and I'll send him over to you. <laughs> is there uh, a leave, taking a leave? Is one a day okay? And how long should you keep taking that one a day? Yeah, it, it really comes down to what your kidney function is. So one a day is probably okay for the average individual. But if you have any kidney problems, it could be. Uh, you probably don't need to be on a long term, but for a month or so or a couple months, it's not a big deal okay. to be on a leave. We were debating that. the other day about uh, ibuprofen versus naproxen versus acetaminophen. Different functions for those or different yeah, effectiveness? Yeah, ibuprofen and naproxen are very similar. They're both NSAIDs, which are non-steroidal anti-inflammatories. So they, they are broken down by your kidneys, so you can't be taking both of those at the same time. Um, but you can't Tylenol, acetaminophen, and Tylenol. That is actually broken down by your liver. So you actually can take, assuming you're healthy and have no other problems, uh, you could be taking an anti an NSAID, so Advil, Aleve, or Naproxen, and Tylenol. So one of the NSAIDs and Tylenol is okay to be taken together because they're broken down by different organs in your body, so they're not going to be too much for your body to handle. Makes sense. Okay, very good. All right, Doc, thank you for the bonus round. We Thanks, appreciate guys. that. Yeah, we'll talk to you in a couple weeks. Yeah. Sounds good. Thanks, guys. See you. Dr. O'Malley, always good.